I kid you not, right? I literally lose my business manager. All of my Facebook ad accounts get deactivated. My Facebook ads manager person, her Facebook ad accounts gets deactivated. I'm put in Facebook jail. I can't comment on anything, post on anything, and nothing. Then my SMTP server overloads and I can't send out emails. I'm talking like thing after thing after thing after thing. You want to talk about a bad weekend during a promotion? That was what happened this weekend. However, I'm going to turn around. I'm going to use it for good. So here's what I'm going to do. You are now entering a new paradigm. So here is my issue. I wanted to find the answers to life's biggest questions. Things like, how do I become happy and live with purpose? How do I make more money doing what I love? And what does it mean to be truly successful in all areas of life? My name is Josh Forty, at Josh Forty on Instagram, and I ask life's biggest questions and share the answers with you. My goal is to help you find purpose, happiness, and open your mind to new realms of possibility by helping you think differently about everything you do, know, and understand. On this podcast, we think different, we dream bigger, and we live in a world without limits. This is a new paradigm. Welcome to the Think Different Theory. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty, and happy Monday. Welcome to a new week. I hope your weekend was fantastic, and I certainly hope it was better than mine. Um, I had a crazy, crazy weekend, um, and... I'm going to get into it here because it actually plays a, a key uh, role or a key part in the making of this episode um, here. And it, basically, I lost access to a lot of my social media. But practically, um, I, I got banned from or put in Facebook jail, lost access to my ads manager, my business manager, all sorts of crazy things. And so we're going to dive into that a little bit further. Oh, my gosh. Look at my hair here. Hold on. Hold on, guys. Hold on. I got to fix this here. All right. That's better. Now I don't look like a... If you're listening, if you're listening on audio, you didn't see my hair. But if you're on YouTube or listening to the streaming, um, you saw my hair is an absolute mess. I got my hat on. It was like sticking out. So anyway, guys, welcome back to the program. Thank you so much for tuning in. Happy Monday. Like I said, I hope your weekend went great. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about social media, but specifically about the good that social media has done. Now, I uh, have pretty much been a heavy critic of social media, and I don't really think I have been fair. And it's funny because... As I sat down this weekend, I realized, in fact, my last episode was basically how social media has ruined our society and ruined us and uh, how big media is shaping who we are and just all this crazy stuff. Move this mic over here a little bit. There we go. Scoot over here so I'm centered. Um, and how social media has basically just like killed us and uh, made it to where it's yeah, big media specifically has just kind of played a huge role into shape who we are and who we've become today. But as I was sitting there and I was thinking about it, I got done with that episode. I thought, you know what? I don't think I've really been fair to social media. I think that I need to bring some context around it. I need to give social media credit where credit's due. And the reason that that, that is, is because, excuse me, um, I've had a lot of success on social media. Social media has changed my life. It has uh, made me a lot of money. It has given me an incredible amount of freedom and has allowed me to go travel and see the world in ways that I would not have experienced the world before. And so I kind of felt like maybe I was biting the hand that feeds me a little bit. Regardless, I do disagree with a lot of how social media is used and, um, you know, uh, the, the kind of the, there's a lot of negative things that go with that. But I want to go and I want to give credit where credit is due. And I want to kind of paint the the picture of what I think social media does really well and how we can use it right. I, I believe in balance. And um, it's interesting as I sat down and I decided, okay, I'm going to do an episode on this literally uh, like 
a few hours later, my weekend of social media chaos started to unravel. And it was almost like, well, I kind of bashed on social media all, or, you know, in my last episode. I kind of deserved it. So um, we're going to dive into that. And then we're going to talk or we're going to dive into the story of this weekend. And then um, uh, I kind of dive into what I think social media does. Right. I've got my notes here um, for those of you that are watching on YouTube. You can see. Um, but uh, yeah. So anyway, let's dive in. So. Guys, this weekend was an interesting one because I was getting ready to do a promotion. We have a, a sales training program out now, and there's there's reasons behind that that I'm, I'm not going to get into just for the sake of time, but um, I'm really, really focused on helping entrepreneurs and, and helping basically uh, online service providers, right? People that have a service between $1,000 and $15,000 online. I'm really passionate about helping them serve uh, or sell that the right way and sell that effectively. Because I believe that if you fit that spot, if, if you're in that sweet spot of services that, um, you know, there's a lot of bad information out there. And there's a lot of people that are scamming that that individual and that level of person. And I believe that, you know, if you're just getting started, or you're under that 20 to $30,000 a month, like, you're in that risk mode still. You are still taking risk. You are, you know, going up and really trying to begin scaling and things. And if you're under that amount or stuck around that level, you want to invest in yourself, but um, there's not a lot of really good places to put your money and really invest in order to sell your product well. And so I really want to really help people learn how to understand sales. And when you understand sales, um, like sales just brings a lot of freedom. Sales is not about money. Sales is not about, uh, you know, negotiations. Sales is not about, you know, uh, taking and giving like, or like taking and asking and put being pushy or high pressure sales tactics. Sales is literally just about, you know, persuasion and creating win-win situations and, and you're selling in all areas of life. So anyway, we got the sales training program out and um, we we were kind of running, I don't want to call it beta because beta, it was like, you know, in, in furs that it wasn't complete. It was complete, but we were running our first round uh, of promotions for this and it was awesome. We got a bunch of people in there uh, over the weekend, but let me tell you, um, eh, it, was, it was chaos, okay? So let me back up. I'm working on this leading up to it, uh, the couple of days beforehand, Tuesday, Wednesday, putting all the final pieces on. And so we're supposed to launch Thursday morning. Okay. So this would have been Thursday for those of you. Let's see. Hold, let's see. What, what day was this? Today's the two. So this would have been, uh, oh, come on. Of course, my iPhone for one time decides to freeze. There it is. All right. So we were supposed to launch Thursday the 15th. And um, so Wednesday night, I'm getting everything ready. I've spent the whole day filming Facebook ads because we're gonna we were planning on heavily tapping into um, Facebook ads this time. Uh, put a bunch of money behind it. Made you know spent money getting everything ready behind this. And so Thursday morning we were supposed to launch. I've spent all this time writing copy and Facebook ads and getting together with my team and they're gonna be putting things out and everything. And we weren't really gonna use my organic audience on Facebook a whole lot except to bring awareness to the fact that this was launching and to go check out the ads and stuff like that, right? So Wednesday night, I don't know, it's probably like 11 o'clock or midnight, my uh, team messages me and is like, yo, we've got a problem. And I'm like, oh, oh boy, that's I don't like to hear that. And so what had happened was is that Facebook literally shut down my ad account and not just one ad account, but both of my ad accounts, my business manager and my... My Facebook ads manager, like person who runs all my ads for me or whatever, she has another like Facebook ads account. They shut down hers as well. So like all of those were banned. And I was like, whoa, okay, well, that's not good. Everything was shut down. So, I mean, if you've ever dealt with Facebook, you know that like it's 
basically like the worst customer service ever. They do not reply very well. They're one of the worst in the industry, which is shocking because they're a huge, massive company, but they just suck. And so we go and obviously we submit the tickets right away. We're trying to get things up and running. Now I'm having to completely change my strategy because I'm like, well, now we're not going to get paid ads. And I was going to dump, you know, a bunch of money into this. We weren't really going to use organic stuff. So I'm rewriting uh, many chat scripts and Facebook posts and redoing this whole thing. I'm up till six o'clock in the morning, okay? 6 a.m. And this all is happening. It's all going down. I'm like, oh crap, this is crazy. So I wake up Thursday morning at eight. Like I get literally two hours of sleep. We finish off everything. Uh, emails go out, many chat goes out. And my Facebook, I like I post my Facebook post and I'm like, man, this is really weird. It got like very, very little engagement, like below normal, even on like a slow day. And so I deleted it and I was like, all right, let me, let me retry this. And so I linked in with like some messages and I got some people to come comment on it or whatever. And it picked up a little bit, but like with the amount of pressure that we, like the amount of marketing that we put behind it, like having people comment on, on it and like on it and like stuff like that, like it should have gotten a lot more. And I thought this is interesting. Like something's up. My Facebook ads manager's down. And by the way, we have no idea really what caused that. I mean, we, we had a payment issue, but like, there was, I mean, like we didn't owe anything. It was just, we were just trying to switch credit cards. It was all sorts of craziness. So something was clearly up and I was like, oh boy. All right, well, gonna keep rocking and roll with this. So then Thursday night I get on and I decide to do a live stream. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do a live stream. I haven't done a live stream in a while. We're gonna bring attention around all this. Let's rock and roll. And uh, I get on and like nobody gets on that live stream. Like literally like seven people, maybe. Um, and I know like organic reach is down, but like it, this is like right, way, way low. I get off and like only 32 people have viewed it. And I'm like, something is up. Like there's something weird up with my account. And so I log off and literally maybe like two hours later, I get on and I am like, I'm banned. The video that I had just done that live stream was deleted. I didn't delete it. Like it, it was deleted off the platform. I was locked out. I couldn't comment in any groups. I couldn't comment, post anything. Um, I could still comment on like some of my own posts, but I couldn't make any posts. And then the next morning I woke up and it was like, everything was gone. I couldn't comment. I couldn't post. And it was weird. Like literally the only place on Facebook that I could post is not in all my groups, but literally just one little specific Facebook student group that I had actually for selling with confidence, which is awesome, um, thankfully. So I could still like, you know, be active in there or whatnot. But other than that, like I'm completely banned from Facebook. So this is just a nightmare. Obviously, I've spent years building up a 30,000 member group, 15,000, 16,000 people that follow me on there. All that's happening. And then Thursday, we have major problems with our SMTP server because we sent... I've sent out more emails in the past like 30 to 60 days than I ever have in my life, which is a good thing. Like, you know, it continues scaling and growing. But um, with that, we like maxed out our plan on our SMTP. It didn't go over right. So emails were backed up and not being sent in. Like it was just everything possible that you could possibly think of that went wrong this weekend when it came to the promotion. But the promotion still went awesome. Um, congrats to everybody that got in, by the way, because this was, I guess, a couple weeks ago now. Um, and we're super excited about it. There's like 60, 70, I think there's like 70 people actually that uh, ended up going through and getting, and we're super, super excited about taking you guys through and getting some amazing, amazing results for everybody um, and just, you know, crushing it. But I end this and I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is chaos. Like this was supposed to be an amazing launch. We were supposed to get, you know, so many people in and all this stuff. And it was just like thing after thing after thing. Like, you know, first it was the ads, then it was my Facebook account, then it was the emails. I mean, it's just one thing after the next, after the next. So we stuck it out. We got rid of it. I stayed with a positive mindset through the whole entire thing. I, I really did. And I was like, you know what? I had one like couple hour segment where I kind of 
like, I don't want to say freaked out, but it just like got really upset and mad about everything. I was just like, ah, but then I went out for my run and everything was all good. And I was like, all right, let's just kind of keep rolling with the punches and keep going with this. So that all happens this weekend, right after, of course, I bash social media, which I still think social media is negatively affecting us overall. But I guess it kind of looking at it as karma. Like, I, honestly, I mean, I, I bashed it and I, I bit the hand that feed me. So this is me not really making amends and being like, social media, be nice to me. But simply just, I had made this decision to do this episode before that, saying, you know what, I really need to bring some context around it because I don't want to just bite the hand that feeds me because I do make a lot of money off of social media and um, I I want to go and, uh, you know, give credit where credit is due and, and say, all right, listen, social media is a reality, okay? It just is. We're not going to be able to change it. It's not going away anytime soon. So we might as well embrace what we have and figure out the good in it, look at the good, get rid of the bad, and control it in our own lives on a daily basis, right? So that leads me to today's episode, which is, or the topic of today's episode, which is, you know, the, the things that social media gets right and how we can use social media to better affect our lives and the lives of those around us. So I made a list here. I've got my notes. Um, let's dive in. The first thing that I think social media really does get right. And and to Mark Zuckerberg, kind of the give or take the king of social media, if you will. Uh, I mean, some could say like Google plays a huge part in it, but let's be real. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg owns Facebook and Instagram. I mean, he's kind of the, kind of the most powerful person in the world. I, I think uh, my personal opinion is that actual power, not like perceived power, I think Mark Zuckerberg is the most powerful person in the world. Not Trump, not... Putin, I really do think uh, 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 Mark Zuckerberg is, but that's just my personal opinion. But much to his credit, he one of the things that he says is the goal of Facebook is to connect people around the world. And I think that social media does an incredible job of connecting people. It does. Never before in the history of mankind, instantaneously, at the literally at the tip of our fingers on a phone, uh, are we able to go and connect with literally 3 billion people throughout the world. I mean, instantaneously, at the tip of our fingers. I mean, that is a pretty amazing, amazing thing that I can go and, you know, if I'm on a missions trip or if I'm on a business trip or if I'm, you know, doing whatever, if I'm living on the other side of the world, I can, on a daily basis, update my friends, my fans, my family, all through social platforms. And I think that, uh, you know, Facebook gets that right. And I think that we take that for granted, especially my, my generation. We don't know any different, right? Like, I'm 25 years old and I think that I'm kind of like the the youngest generation, maybe, maybe a couple years older, but like kind of the, the young, or I'm sorry, the oldest, the oldest people that anybody older than I am maybe had a concept of what it was like to not have the internet. But like me growing up, I grew up on dial up internet. And so like, I saw that, but like when I was, I don't know, like nine years old, my mom got her first cell phone. So about the time I start remembering things and I watched it go from this brick I don't know if you guys used to see the old like Nokia phones or whatever. There were these massive bricks and they never broke. Um, it, it was crazy. So anyway, I got, a lot of, got to watch that progression. And so we really like, if you're 25 years old or younger, you really have no concept of what the world was like pre-internet. We just don't. And the ability to connect with anyone across the world at any given time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, literally instantaneously via a message or a post is pretty phenomenal. So uh, props to Mark Zuckerberg for literally revolutionizing the world in that sense. Now, I understand that every every point that I'm gonna make here is a double-edged sword, but bear with me here because I'm, I'm focusing on the positive here today. I'm trying to, good, good karma, right? Good karma for social media. Um, number two, social media is and this is particularly more YouTube, Google, um, but I mean, Facebook, Instagram as well. 
has given us access to information. It's just, it's just true. I mean, like the access to information that we have. I mean, uh, one of my, a good friend of mine, Steve Larson, many of you guys know who he is. He is, uh, he has a shirt and it says, go Google it, right? There is literally no excuse anymore. All right. There is no excuse for opportunity. There is no excuse for not understanding something. If you want to learn something, you don't have to have money. You have Google, you have YouTube. There is not a single thing that exists that is mainstream information of any sort, right? Barring like classified documents from the US government. If there is information out there, it is available on Google or YouTube. You know, like you, there's no college degree or college course that no one's, that only those people know about, that they only learn that information that's not available on the internet somewhere. And so if you know what to search and you use that to your advantage, like information is literally endless and limitless. And I think that that's a really, really cool thing. And that, um, it gives us as a society the ability to go out and not make excuses anymore and have access to mass amounts of information. Once again, big double-edged sword on that, but I don't know. I mean, I think that's a good thing. All right, so that those are the first two things. Number one, it connects us. Number two, it gives us access to information. Um, number three, and this is more specifically from a business perspective, and it kind of goes along with point number one, but it allows us to connect with our customers instantaneously. And it allows us to do that on a small scale and without a huge budget. I made over a half a million dollars on the internet without ever spending one single penny on advertising. That's pretty incredible. And I did that at like 23, 24 years old. So like 23, 24 year old college dropout decides to start a business, has literally no money to his name, is driving for Uber, working a, you know, a $540 a week sales job and, uh, excuse me, um, and, you know, uh, flipping stuff on Facebook. And I turn that into a full-fledged business that makes over a half a million dollars in a couple of years, simply by being able to connect with customers and my hair is everywhere today, um, customers on social media. I mean, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty phenomenal. And so you can start even with paid advertising you can go and like connect a couple dollars a day. Never before were you able to go to like a radio station and be like, hey, can I spend $5 a day in ads with you? Could you go to a billboard and be like, can I get $5 worth of airtime or like a billboard time? Go to a, a direct response, you know, marketing company that sends out mail flyers and be like, hey, could I get, you know, $5 worth of direct response mail? Like that just wasn't a thing. And now like anyone has access to customers instantaneously through Instagram, through Facebook and Facebook groups, through YouTube videos, through, you know, that's all free. And then you got Facebook ads and Google ads. I mean, those are the two main ones when it comes to, uh, you know, advertising on the internet, more or less. I mean, Facebook and, and Google are the big ones, but like I can start with $5 a day or $50 a day. In fact, I just got, uh, we opened up a new like G Suite account and um, it was like, Josh, spend $150, get $150 free, right? Like, I can get $300 worth of, of advertising to connect with customers instantaneously for 150 bucks, right? Like these opportunities from a business and from an opportunity perspective didn't exist. So now if you're, whatever you're doing, if you're like sitting at home or like, let's say you're still in college, you can be literally in class while advertising on the internet. You can go and, you know, be a stay at home mom. You could be driving a truck, all right? Uh, and literally sitting there and you have an idea and you can make money from your phone. You can open up your laptop, connect to the internet on a truck stop 
as you're driving down the road and have access to customers, even if it's like, hey, let's say as I'm driving the truck, I come up with a book idea and I write a book over the next six months or I have some brilliant software idea that I can you know, go or I wanna be an affiliate marketer for someone else. Like You have that ability no matter where you're at. If you're a factory worker, if you work at a sales job, if you're an accountant, like you have the ability to connect with customers and it not be your full-time income. I mean, and your full-time, like all your money going into it and you don't have to take on that much financial risk at all. And that is incredible. And that is something that we take wildly, wildly, wildly for granted. And that that this point here, and the reason I'm spending so much time on it is the thing that where I felt like I was kind of biting the hand that fed me here because this opportunity here it didn't exist. And I, in fact, I remember before I was on social media, I'll never forget this. Um, I was... I would probably been 20 at the time, 21 years old at the time. So this was like, it was right before I learned about the internet. It was right before I learned that I could make a bunch of money on social media, like uh, within six months or a year beforehand. And I was driving down the road. Uh, there was some friends in my car and um, the, my friend and, my, my friend and I were having this conversation back and forth um, in the, like we were sitting up in the front seat and I was driving and I was like, you know, it just sucks that I, and I'll never forget this. I, I like, I can't believe that I haven't talked about this more like in my story and saying things, but I was like, it just sucks because if I was born 50, 60 years ago, before you had to have a college degree in order to make it back when, you know, that didn't dictate if you got a good job or not, I would have been able to be really successful. I would have been able to make a lot more money than I have already in my life. And it was like the most crazy thing because at the time when I said that, I really meant that. And I was like, that's insane. That's so crazy because little did I know that never before in the history of mankind was I going to be able to experience the opportunity that I did. And I was playing the guard game of, oh, you have to have a college to be successful. Like even I subconsciously believe that. And that's just crazy. You don't need that anymore. College, while I firmly believe that college is a scam and a terrible thing for a lot of people to go invest in, college does serve its purpose in a lot of ways, but it's certainly not the thing that's holding anybody back from success. And social media allows us to connect with our customers in ways that other things have not ever done before. Okay, uh, number four. Number four is social media gives people a voice and gives someone that did not have the opportunity before a chance to go make it. And this kind of goes a little bit with number four, but like uh, in a different, I mean, with number three, but in a different route. Like this gives the creative artist, the person that's out there that is a great singer, but doesn't have the money or the opportunity to go live in Hollywood and, you know, struggle for three years to like make it and become a, you know, a, a musician, the ability to get recognized and noticed and become famous. This gives the 12, 13, 16 year old girls out there, um, the ability to, to let their voices be heard. This gives the 18, 19 year old athlete who can't afford to get into a, you know, a D1 school, the ability to showcase their athletic skills on social media. This gives the artist the ability to paint in front of an audience and her work or his work get picked up and recognized. This gives the entrepreneur the ability to go out that who has this really good idea but doesn't know how to market it, the ability to bring this to the market. It gives people this opportunity that wasn't there before. And it gives people, the average person that is passionate about a particular subject, a voice to be heard. If you are really religious or, or you are really, you know, strongly believed in your political views and you think that there's a problem and you want to bring awareness to a social issue, 
You now have the ability to go and do that. You can go start a YouTube channel. You can start a Facebook group. You can go and really, like, I don't know, let's say you wanted to, one of the things that I'm very passionate about is, you know, I'm very anti-abortion, right? I, and I'm not here to get into political belief, but let's say that, like, you know, somebody wanted to go and really bring awareness to the fact that abortion is wrong and they have all this evidence and they don't have all this work. They can now bring awareness to that. Now, on the flip side, let's say you're super pro-abortion or you're super pro-whatever, right? Any social issue. Either way, you have the ability to go out there and make a positive impact in the world in the way that you see fit to do that because you now have a voice to go and do that. And people can say, oh, you know, organic reach is dead. So, you know, uh, it, you pay to play a game, yada, yada. In the business world of things, that's absolutely true, right? Like, Organic reach is dying a little bit more, but like you can still connect with lots of people. But on a creative front, if you're an artist, if you're wanting to showcase your work, if you're super passionate about a hobby and you're not just about making money, right? Like you're wanting to bring awareness to a topic, uh, organic reach is not dead. In fact, Facebook, Instagram platforms like that, YouTube, they encourage that type of stuff. And if they can get a lot of people to watch your videos, that actually helps them. So if you're good at what you do, if you're passionate about what you're doing and it, this like social media gives you the voice to be able to go and do that. And I don't think people recognize that opportunity enough, especially young generation, like, you know, under that 25, under 25, because like, once again, we have no concept that that wasn't a thing before. Like we don't realize that our parents, our grandparents, they didn't have that opportunity and we do, but we grew up with it. Like from the day we were born, we've been, you know, put a, have a phone put in our hands not me personally, but a lot of these kids these days. So there's no concept that that's actually a real thing. And so I think that that's, you know, super important to understand as well. And then lastly, point number five, and this is a big one, and it, it kind of actually goes into uh, a little bit of what I was talking about in my last episode, which is, you know, anti-media. And that is social media has destroyed big media's monopoly. It has. Everything that we just talked about there, the connectedness, the ability to connect with customers, the ability to have a voice, the access to information, it used to be that big media controlled the, all that. The Washington Post, the CNNs, the Fox Newses of the world, they controlled everything that we knew and saw. And we didn't have the ability to go find information uh, outside of what they told us. Now we do. Now we have that ability to go and do that. And so not, we're not reliant on them so much anymore. And because we have that, we've kind of broken the monopoly they've had. Now, one could argue that, hey, now Facebook and Google have the monopolies and to a certain extent, I, I think that that's true. But the people that are making up that media and, and that are getting that uh, information out there to the world, like, is is the average human being. And it, with a little bit of searching and, and like, scrolling underneath the, the top or front page of Google, like, you can find some really, really good information from people that have done a lot of work. And that, that in and of itself, I think, has destroyed uh, m big media's grip on us. I mean, it used to be that movies shaped our, you know, Hollywood basically shaped our culture. And now it's not only Hollywood, but it's, you know, the YouTubers and the creators throughout the world are now shaping our culture. YouTube has become the new TV, you know, social media, Instagram has become, you know, the, the, the new hangout place of what's going down in the world. Twitter is where we now communicate, you know, where we get our information and news sources are now blogs and and you know, influencers rather than um, you know big media company newspapers and things like that. And so I think in that sense, it's also done a tremendous amount of good um, in that sense there as well. So there you have it. My top five reasons or the top five good things that social media has done for the world. Once again, I felt like, all right, 
I kind of bit the hand that feeds me there. We're going to go and do this. So anyway, that is all I've got for you guys here today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope your week is great. Um, interesting. I haven't actually announced this yet. Uh, so you'll be listening to this probably a week after it's happened. But tomorrow, because I'm recording this right now actually on a Sunday. And so tomorrow is Monday. And uh, well, you're listening to this on the Monday. So a week ago is when I recorded this. And a week ago, or tomorrow being Sunday, I'm, I'm all sorts of confusing. Tomorrow, my time, a week ago, your time, I am taking a week off of social media. I am using this blackout opportunity on Facebook as a way to stay focused. And this is something where I'm like, you know what? Listen, I believe in having a positive mental attitude about everything. I believe about in turning bad situations into good situations and creating win-win scenarios. So I am blocked from Facebook jail uh, for an indefinite a number or uh, uh, indefinite amount of time. Could be a week. It could be thirty days. I'm not exactly sure, but I thought, you know what? I'm not going to push it. I'm going to go and I'm going to make the best out of this. So starting tomorrow morning, I am actually taking an entire week off of social media. Not only that, I am turning off my phone the whole entire week. This is a drastic change for me. I've never done this before in my life. Ever since I've gotten a cell phone, I've I've touched my cell phone literally every single day. I think for the the last six or seven years of my life. And so I'm allowing myself, uh, I'm turning off my phone for the whole week. I'm not doing any form of social media. Uh, the only exception to that would be like to communicate with students on like Facebook Messenger, um, on my computer, but like no Facebook, no Instagram, no YouTube, nothing like that. Um, and I'm giving myself literally one, or uh, like 30 minutes a day uh, on my phone just to check messages and then turn it off. That's it, 30 minutes total. And so I'm completely off social media, almost completely off my phone for an entire week this week. And I will let you know how it goes. Um, but uh, by the time you're listening to this, I've just finished this week. And um, so check out my Instagram. I'm sure I'm talking all about it on there at Josh 40. Uh, look at my stories and I'll give you guys all the updates of what's going down and there. So it'll be pretty, pretty interesting to see how that all turns out. All right, guys, as always, hustle, hustle. God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are going to be the ones that change the world. I love you all and I will see you on the next episode. Take it easy, fam. Peace. Yo, what's up, guys? You've been listening to the Think Different Theory with myself, Josh Forty, which I like to call a new paradigm of thinking. And real quick, I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message of positivity and making the world a better place is if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this is out on, that you like my stuff, and that I'm I'm doing something right. So if you could take like three seconds out of your day and subscribe, leave a rating and a review, I would be forever grateful for you. Also, I want to hear from you. I want to know your feedback, your ideas and your questions for future episodes. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram in the DM at Josh 40 or via email contact at thinkdifferenttheory.com.